I have decided, Cordell, to bring a different energy to the recording today. Okay. Um, I normally, Cordell, you see this, uh, listeners, you don't see this, but I do get fully dressed for recordings. You know, I dress like I would go to work. Um, it's a, it's a great time. I wear a five piece suit. Um, everything i've decided to dress down today i am wearing uh pajamas um and i think this is uh, a way forward for just super to so the so it's more 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 calm more relaxing i'm gonna level with you caleb one Mm -hmm. listeners he has never worn a suit to record in his life i wear it every time that's that's just a lie two the pajamas you're wearing, I thought it was a nice flannel that you put on to dress up for recording. Nope, these are 100% Christmas pajamas that I got like four years ago. Well, I guess we're all fools here. Play the music. And welcome to Just Super After Dark. That's right, it is not the normal kind of Just Super show. This week we're going to do something a little bit different. The holidays kind of throw things into disarray. Thanksgiving was tough, we were traveling. So, what we are doing instead this week is we are bringing you a new type of bonus ode. And this one is a little bit different from the rest. Everything else we've done kind of still focuses on superheroes. Just Super After Dark, though... Well, honestly, it's almost like an elongated not super. It, it's really just a super long not super, uh, which you may, listeners, hear that and think, Caleb hates not super. You're right. <laughs> Caleb does hate uh, not super, but uh, yeah, this is fine. This is probably just going to show you what it's like when me and Cordell talk outside of recording. It's like a little insight. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, for any of you who have grown to like us as people and like think, oh, these guys are neat. I want to hear what it's like to just hear them chit chat. This is that. So, yeah, number one, if that if that applies to you, uh, thank you for uh, validating and making me feel good that you like us as people and not just as conduits for you to learn about superheroes through, even though we also enjoy doing that. Also, if if we're like the sole conduit you're learning about superheroes through, you might not be getting the full picture for everything. You yeah, you're definitely not getting the full picture. Yeah, yeah, we we're kind of an infotainment podcast where we're gonna teach you a little bit, but we're we're more here for the goofs and the giggles. Yeah, we're kind of like uh, the Bill Nye of superheroes. If Bill Nye did minimal research before. <laughs> yeah, if, if Bill Nye googled how to science and then hopped on the air and said what up I'm Bill Nye the science guy and today we're gonna try nitroglycerin that would be is nitroglycerin the exploding one yes <laughs> nice I know yeah. science 
But basically, all that to say, if you are only here for the superheroes, we love you still. You might not want to listen to this episode. If you want to give it a try, that's cool. This is just us doing something nice and relaxed during a hectic time to get an episode out to you guys and to test the waters for some bonus content. Yeah. Uh, and if you like this, number one, let us know. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, we're, you know, we might set up a Patreon in the future. We're still looking into stuff like that. But, uh, just to let you know, if this does go on the Patreon, uh, and this is a normal thing on the Patreon, um, it's after hours. Uh, so it won't be as censored as we are on here, which, uh is more a problem for me than Cordell, uh, because I think right now I am the leading Excelsior user in the podcast. Which, you've done a good job. I've either been able to just cut out most of them or hit them with a good old Excelsior, but yeah, I'm not going to change too much if we move to Patreon and get uncensored, but it'll be fun to hear Caleb's real voice. Yeah, it's it'll be, it'll be good to hear the, uh, you know, this is actually a funny story. Uh, there was one time, and this kind of gets into the feeling of just super after hours because it's going to be how we talk. There was one time, I don't know if I've told you this, I was driving to uh, New Orleans with my dad in the passenger seat. I know. Driving down to, no one says Nolens. I know no one, one in New Orleans who will remain nameless who says Nolens. They're, they're not from the area then. Um, but... We were driving and uh, we came across like a really big wreck and I was just like, and it was like bad enough that it was like one of those where like I had to like slam on brakes and kind of like maneuver lanes to like not crash. Oh, dang. And I don't remember what, like I kind of just went into autopilot mode and just like, like did it. And then I like feel like I woke up like a minute later. Like, I don't actively remember doing anything, but I woke up like a minute later and my dad said, and I quote, that might have been the most creative use of the F word I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) And listeners, you're not used to that side, but that is very much a Caleb Burley uh, staple. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb loves his expletives. I... I have a, a moderate relation with them. I'm not I'm not super into them, but I'm not super against them. I don't really care, honestly. I like to try and pressure Cordell into saying them, because even though I know that he says them sometimes, it's still very funny to me to think of Cordell saying expletives. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say then. Just, just to <laughs> drop that bait in there. If we get a just super after dark Patreon thing going, Caleb, you can choose one expletive of your choice to have me say on the air one time oh you know except, which one it's gonna except be it's it's not it can't be any of the really the really filthy ones you know i don't want anything disrespectful no 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 no. but i, I i'd drop an f-bomb for you caleb oh that's that's what true friends are for yeah true so, friends will drop an f-bomb for each other. so if you want to hear caleb say it every three minutes no really every three seconds and me say it once Get on the Patreon. We'd love to have it, you. That makes it sound like I only know how to swear. <laughs> well, this this show kind of proves that you don't, because we're 20-something episodes in, and you've been pretty good about it, so you know other words. And one, but one of them you wasn't like them a even, lot. one of them wasn't even a big swear. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because the first one, this is going behind the scenes of just super. But like the first time we used the Excelsior patch, um, which some of you will be familiar with. I don't know. Um, I remember saying something about Batman. I don't remember yeah, exactly you, what I, I said. I do remember. And you basically said he's a jerk, but didn't yeah, use I the used, word jerk. I used uh, I used a different word for jerk. Um, and that's really not I, bad. I say that one pretty regularly. I mean, yeah, but I just remember afterward, I was just like, oh, we're trying to keep this family friendly, Cordell. We may want to censor that. The other one was a big one that i was just going off on a tirade it just flew you were you were rocking out with what you were saying and it just flew by and i said oh yikes that was really quick i'm gonna have to be very creative with my editing and i do remember you were like what the heck guys and i was just like i didn't say anything like i could swear i was like (laughs) you you said it you blacked out again it happens no that happens so much i'll be like I will. There is so much of my life that I don't think I am consciously aware of because I'm just like, this is just happening. Like, you know, that feeling when you're driving, when like you like pull into your like parking spot in your apartment complex and you get out of the car and you think, huh, I don't remember anything that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like I'm on the interstate on a road trip and then I suddenly come back to myself and I'm like, I'm glad I'm alive. Because I, I wasn't aware right? of anything. And you know you were, but you just, like, stopped being aware that you were aware, and you've come back to the awareness of awareness, I guess? Yeah. Man, brains are weird. Brains are wild, because you're like, well, I know, because, like, you can, like, even, like, using the uh, interstate example, you're like, I know I padded the brake for a few cars. I know that I moved lanes for people. I know that I did all the responsible things. I just don't know how I did any of it. Yeah, or I do this a lot when I'm like listening to podcasts. Is I I want to hear what they're saying and then I will start thinking a thought and then by the time I've finished thinking that thought I realize I've missed 5 minutes of content and have to skip all the way back. That's why like I feel like a lot of podcasts I like need a really good story about it. Like one of the reasons I really like Adventure Zone, which is a podcast we both really love. Yeah. Um, Bubble is another really good one if you haven't listened. I've got that uh, on my list. Is that good? I really like Bubble. Uh, well, yeah. You know what? Here you go. Here's a here's a segment. Podcast suggestions that you can listen to that aren't ours, even though you should be listening to ours and telling all your friends about our podcast. After Dark. So yeah, Bubble. Bubble would be my suggestion for uh, a really good podcast to listen to if you like story. If you don't like story and you like funny stuff, uh, my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I if you like story, um, <laughs> if you if you like story and are okay with cheesy, I recommend the Black Tapes. It kind of stopped getting made a couple years back but it's a very interesting story and i like it and it's kind of cheesy but if you can hang with it it's fun and then if you're not into the story-based stuff but still kind of story-based stuff it's not like telling a story it's hearing stories anyway spooked um i'm Um, looking i'm double checking it's in the grid yes okay now if you like stories and you like us 
which hopefully you do. Uh, January 5th, keep your eye out for like early January, January 5th, January 12th. Uh, for our other podcast, Not Wonderful, we're starting season two. Yeah, we are. Second campaign, we're very excited. We're actually recording that this Saturday, the first episode. We're recording that this Saturday. You know what would be fun, Cornell? What? And we are not going to discuss this with the other podcast members. <laughs> what if we gave like a spoiler about our characters? A little teeny spoiler. Yeah, for any for that very small Venn diagram piece that listens that to listens both. to both yeah yeah um okay i small spoiler right very like tiny minuscule spoiler i am playing a stoner which is wild yeah if you know anything about me you know this is so out of my depth i i'm not a drug user very much so i'm very you, interested to see what happens well do you remember that one time and this is a uh, hey listeners be cool. Um, Be cool. Cordell, do you remember that one time I came over to your apartment and I was actively, like, wildly high? Yeah, I do. Just imagine that. Yeah, it's going to be fun for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be great. Uh, I am playing a... How would I describe this? I am playing everyone I hated in high school. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, all that to say... Listen to that wonderful. We're we're getting better all the time and our storytelling chops are growing. We are growing and getting ready to really knock your socks off. Also, That's the other the right. other podcast I was gonna recommend is Spooked. Um Yes. Oh no. Oh I really like Spooked. It's real people telling their real supernatural stories, and man, it comes out every October and I love it. I can't get enough. Do you remember driving to Drew's wedding uh, in Detroit? And we had left, so like, we had left from Memphis, and we started listening to Spooked somewhere in Ohio. Ohio? Like, very, didn't we drive through Ohio? Not to get to Michigan from Memphis. I swear we drove through Cleveland. Everything, it might have been a different Cleveland. There's more than one Cleveland. Probably. I'm looking up. I'm, look up I'm looking up directions to Detroit right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look up Cleveland, not Ohio. We w- Wait, okay. is there a Cleveland, Detroit? No. No, that's sports. I'm dumb. Okay, give me a second. I'm I'm pulling up. Yeah, no, we 100% went through Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, okay, we just barely passed through a piece of Ohio. No, we went through a lot of Ohio. Maybe I don't know how maps work. Maybe I'm bad at directions sometimes. I don't know geography. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, because we passed through a little bit of Indiana and then a lot of Ohio. But okay, we went when we were at some point North Ohio, getting to Detroit. Cordell was like, "We should listen to this podcast." Spooked. Uh, I am not good with horror. And we had to turn on the lights in the car several times because several times because we were both very scared. Which the point was to keep us awake as it got later, and it worked. It worked, yeah, because we left at like eight in the morning and didn't get there until like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, or something it was like it was that. a long day of driving, but like I, it was also the road trip where Caleb and I reconnected. 
because we had yeah. not spent much time talking or seeing each other for years. And then we're like, hey, let's yeah. carpool to Drew's wedding. And it changed everything. I remember um, talking to my mom because at that point I was still living in Cersei. Um, and I was talking to my mom and I was like, uh, like, how am I going to get to Detroit? And she was like, see if you can carpool with somebody. And then you were like, I messaged like, hey, would anybody want to carpool to Michigan? And you were the first person to respond. And I remember texting my mom and saying, this could be very good or very bad. It turned out to be very, very good. Right. Like I was I, I texted mom like when I texted, I was like, be prepared to buy me an emergency plane ticket from Detroit just in case. Well, I didn't think things were ever that bad. I didn't think they were, but I was uh, I am a true pessimist and thought that they could be. You really are. I really am like, a pessimist. like not not in everything's bad, but you're always ready for the bad. I, I, yes, I feel like it is reactionary to how I grew up, though. Yeah. To get a little bit deep. That's fair. Also, just, I know this is just super after dark, but it's currently 11.05 a.m. So it is 11.05, yes. We are, we are recording in the middle of the morning on a Thursday. It's it not after so dark weird. at all. Yeah. Yeah. We are not matching the vibe of the content, but I think we're doing a good job of talking about whatever, which was the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is fair. Just it's super... like a stream of consciousness podcast. It really is. It's just, just two dudes chit chatting, hoping you like us enough to listen to us just talk instead yeah. of having content to discuss. This is still, we're still discussing content. Well, yeah, but, like, not the reason people started listening. Fair. Speaking of the the the, con- the content, what you, what you reading? What am I reading? What you reading? I want to know. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make up a little song for this segment for us. Um, You're doing the song? Yeah, I'm going to make up a song. I, I can, okay, be, I can okay. be musical. All right, all right, fine. It's time for the After Dark segment. Where the boys discuss their books. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. Thanks, thanks. So, um, I kind of have multiple things that I read at any given point, and it depends on the mood I'm in, what I end up hitting. I feel so, that. like, I've got a couple chapters into Tomi, which is a Junji Ito thing, but I can't read that. Yes. Can't read that very often because I'm not always in the mood for all of that. Um, yeah. I'm currently reading the Crystal Kingdom graphic novel for the Adventure Zone. Thanks for loaning it to me, Caleb. Yeah, man. And then the book I'm reading is called You're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of this, I think. Oh no. The Beast of Nightfall Lodge. What where do you what, okay, no, where do you find these weird, like, pulp fiction books? Cause like I feel like there is a genre of book that I know Cordell likes. Where it is like the the murderer in the cabin that's in the middle of the big dark woods and he has five axes in each hand. I feel like you're extrapolating a little bit on what I like. But <laughs> a safer way to describe that is intentional pulpiness. Where it's like a lot of old pulp things are like not intentionally that way. It's just the nature of the writing and the time. I like books 
that are like well written but kind of throw back to that sort of vibe which is what i'm reading right now like mm-hmm. it's this book series it's only the second book i'm excited for more to come out but it's like this egyptologist who gets pulled into these supernatural cases as he collects objects for this institute of singular antiquities it takes place in like the 1880s what the heck i and i really loved the first book and snagged the second one as soon as i could it's i don't know it's it's nostalgic in a way like it's very well written and it's a good story Mm -hmm. but it feels so familiar while you read it that you can't help but feel warm you know i i can dig that i i like to get i like to read challenging books but i'm just i'm in a phase right now where i i want to feel kind of warm while i'm reading i totally i totally get that so what you read uh i do not read a lot i tend to do more audiobooks uh what you listening I am listening to Homeland by R.A. Salvatore, um, which is the book, the first book in the series of Drist Dewarden, um, which is a D&D series that I really like so far. I'm in like chapter 12 at this point. And I feel like that gets into like something I really I like books I really like that I don't think I realized I really like is like high fiction like high fantasy. Yeah, I don't have a ton of patience for high fantasy. I super love high fantasy, even though I relentlessly mock it constantly. This dude, R. A. Salvatore. I knew I knew the name. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna do you wanna know how many books this guy's written? Oh, so many. He wrote so many just for the Drist Doerden series alone. Literally on his Wikipedia, there's a whole page for books he's written alone. Mm-hmm. And in the Forgotten Realms canon on its own, there's mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six trilogies. One, two, three, four, five quintets. So that's that right there is already 43 books and that was yeah. from 19 that's from 1988 to 1994 and this man has been going since then he has done more and more and more he's still putting them out today there's a yeah. book that came out in 2021 yeah and that's only the D canon yeah what is i i cannot understand the like prolific nature of writers well, like him i don't i don't understand it either because like we are both writers like we both enjoy writing different things like i tend to write more okay i'm trying to think of genres i've written in i do a lot of essays still i love writing a good essay Mm. no i love writing a good essay and i think a good essay is like unbeatable because i think so many people think essays are boring and then you read a good essay where it's like, no, that was wildly entertaining. Um, like I'm kind, of, I'm currently reading a a different book, you know, going further into the what you're reading section. And like, hey, listeners, you may not like the name of this book, and that's okay. We're just gonna move on. But I'm currently reading a book that's a compilation of essays um, by Christopher Hitchens called uh, "God Is Not Great: How Religion Poisons Everything." Um, and it is wildly fascinating. 
to hear his kind of like his thoughts on things and like get into it. Neat. Yeah, it's a really good book. I do like a good essay. I just don't seek them for like pleasure reading like you do. I no, I I sit there. I will like scroll through articles and find the best essays I can find, even if I'm not interested in the topic. Best essays 2021. That's Caleb's Google search history. Yeah, no, for real. I actually think that has been in my search history recently. Of course it has. Yeah. But like we've both written horror before. Yeah, yeah. I had have a gig going kind of still. I need to I need to reach out to the dude and be like, hey, man, I need to quit. Life's getting too complicated. But I've been writing short stories for this guy like ghostwriting for a while. Written a lot of silly horror. You've written some horror that was very good, though. Yeah, I started. Okay, this is when I got this job. It was the beginning of me freelance writing, and I took it so seriously. And it took me like an entire day to write 2,500 words because I took it that seriously. I needed it to be so good. And then the dude was like, hey, that was good. Here's the next one. And then I did like two or three taking it that seriously. And then I found out, like, I looked him up on the internet and I realized that uh, he's got a YouTube channel that basically is creepypastas. And so he was like Mm -hmm. just having me write for his YouTube channel, which is fine. But I realized that the amount of effort I was putting into it was not necessarily the amount of skill and quality required for the medium he was going for. So right. I, I, I let myself get a lot more relaxed because I I put out some like bangers in the beginning and there's You really did. Like I, oh my I, I'm gosh. still writing good stuff and I obviously can't tell you any about it because it's not my property after I've given it to him. But like I very much started relaxing more with my uh, content and the stories itself because I said, you know, you can have fun with horror. Horror is designed to be fun. Yeah. And I stand by that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I remember because like I, I think a lot of the horror I write, I tend to just write short stories, but my favorite is horror poetry. What? I love writing horror poetry. Like what? Like a haiku about getting stabbed? No, 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 no. More like think like epic poetry, like uh, short epic form poetry. epic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're like short form like a limerick. I don't know what you're going for. No, 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 no. Short form epic poetry. So like I, I once wrote. It was like fourteen pages, I think, by the end of it. But it was like literally like couplets that all like at the end and at the beginning rhymed with each other and then as you went in it kind of like paralleled each other and then it kind of caught each other it was it was very fun what was horror about it like what was the spook? um uh, the spook very junji ito style but it was literally about two people living parallel lives that ah like je- is... je- like a jekyll and hyde junji ito yeah horror that's really neat which is obviously informed the structure also for anybody who doesn't know junji ito is a very very excellent japanese horror manga writer um yes one of the best in the game his stuff is so inventive and original and he he does focus a lot on kind of body horror but he also does a lot of existential horror too and his writing style makes it to where it's even no matter how grotesque it is there's still an element of whimsy to it it's mm-hmm. it's weird, but I really like his stuff. I actually, I don't think Cordell knew this, but in my little recording area, 
I I have a few decorations, and one of them is a Uzumake cup that I had a friend draw for me. That's insane. That's really good. Right? It's so good. I need to reach out to her and like tell her that uh, that her stuff is still hanging in my little office area. But like, I think, and you know, what? I actually think if if you are interested in getting into reading like more horror comics manga that era of like that area uh uzumake is a great jumping off point into getting into it especially junji ito yeah that was the first one i read and i burned through that sucker like it it is really good body it is a hundred percent body horror so if you have like body image issues that make it to where like seeing body horror makes you feel gross and makes you feel bad skip it don't read it but it is like body and existential horror all wrapped up and it it's really good. i i adore it and that was actually like the starting point of this podcast honestly yeah i'm gonna tell them real quick what it's about and then we'll talk about the starting point because we've mentioned that one before but uzumaki is about a spiral infesting a town like that's that's the concept is like this town in japan becomes like haunted tormented corrupted whatever the word is by spirals and the idea of spirals and it's just it is everything that follows as the town descends deeper and deeper into this like reality warping spiral madness it it, he took a he took a he took a like a whirly symbol like just spiraling and made it into horror and it's excellent it is it is brilliant brilliantly written um yeah i'll actually uh in the replies where normally cordell guesses a picture would be uh i will uh tweet out a picture of like the uzumake spiral and kind of some of like iconic images so you can get a feel for it that's yeah yeah. um but no (laughs) Jinji Ito kind of was the jumping off point of what became just super in a weird way. Yeah. Because Caleb, in his podcast frenzy, after we started doing that wonderful stuff, was like, you know, we both like Junji Ito. Let's, like, start a Junji Ito podcast. Let's start a podcast where we talk about his work. And I said, mm-hmm. that sounds neat, but that's that's not a super deep well to pull from. No, and I think I didn't, like, communicate it well at the beginning, but originally I was thinking, like, short series, you know? Yeah, which is very fair. I only was thinking long-term, long-form, which is why we eventually, I was like, I don't know, man, and then we bounced back around to yeah, I what think could we, we talk to, about. Yeah, because I think after Junji Ito, I pitched talking about different writers and their stints um, with different places. Yeah. Which is a fun idea but it would require a lot of work yeah way more work than we currently do yeah which we still do a good bit of research like we do work but yeah it would be way more than that and then i think um i was like well i don't know about horror or a lot about writers but i love superheroes and kel was like i do too and then i went into a podcast frenzy and here we are yes it's obviously our collective brainchild the two of us but I think if Caleb were to dictate the podcast we made, we'd have a very different show, which I think would also be fun if we do another show for Caleb to pick the subject matter of that one. If we did another show. Yeah. 
if we did what would i make it over i i did have an idea for a podcast once that i still think would be fun but it would be more guest reliant mm. uh but uh, a podcast called brews and brews where it is like coffee or beer or tea uh talking about that talking about that while also talking about your current magic the gathering deck brewing that's an excellent like youtube series you know you want the visual yeah. for that but i'd oh I'd do that. that'd be real good yeah it would, it would be very fun because like there are so many great magic the gathering content creators out there that i just so badly want to meet and so badly want to talk to yeah like the entirety I know probably none of them listen, but if anyone from Loading Ready Run just wanted to like reach out and just be like, let's do this as a podcast, I would like sign up for that so fast. I love you crazy Canadians. That would be one idea for a show is like bruise and bruise. But like, I think I also just, I eventually want to and have been working on in the background getting to like, uh, if you're listening to this, um, Sammy in former episodes has talked about uh, shows in pre- in like pre-production and like Sammy and I are big time collaborating partners the same way me and Cordell are like Sammy is Sammy's a, a, an amazing person. Yeah, I'm not jealous um, at all. I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Quit asking. I would say. I, yeah. But one of the shows that we had talked about was that I desperately want a game show podcast that'd be so fun and like i i feel like it would be great and there are a few out there that are really good but none of them are hosted by me yeah yeah and you know what in a world where making a podcast is free might as well try might as well try you know i don't know about you but i'm I'm feeling like this is a good length of episode to start wrapping up I I feel like it is too. You Should know. we do our normal wrap ups? Um, hmm. Listener mail stuff like that. No, no listener mail because it's like bonus content stuff. All right, so listener mail will be next week. Uh, Cordell guesses a picture. Stuff like that will be next yeah. week. I'm not. This is this is us talking and having a relaxed recording. That's also testing the waters for. Do you guys like this? Do you like this sort of thing? Would you want us to? keep making these would you want us Mm -hmm. if we made them to instead have subjects that we brought to the table and specifically talked about each week like what what would you want from just super after dark yeah i think that's a good thing i think uh we can still do our yeah yeah that's fair that's fair if you want to email us you can email us at just super 616 at gmail.com let us know if like i said you want more of this you'd like more of this What's a decent Patreon level to put it at? Like, any ideas, inputs, suggestions, comments, we'd love to hear them. If you hated this, honestly, politely say that to us, because we don't want to make content no one wants to listen to. Yeah, you as listeners are just as much collaborators as we are. For real. So, reach out, tell us what you're thinking, tell us what you liked, and if you want to reach out and follow Caleb Burley, the guy who likes... Game show podcasts. Nailed I really it. Do. I crushed it. You can follow crushed him it. at Awkward from 1997. And if you want to follow me, the guy who really likes superhero podcast that he makes, you can do that at Cordelicious. And you can follow the podcast itself at Just Super 616. Yeah. 
Well, you know, this show, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Being so casual has thrown me off of my normal thing. Thank you to the one and only Cordell Hutchison for editing not only this episode, but a lot of the episodes. Pretty much all of them except for those first three. A statistically significant number of episodes. Yeah, thank you to the one and only Haley Northington for providing us with our podcast art. Haley Northington is an amazing person, and you can find more of her art and maybe even buy some at littlelight97.redbubble.com. This show is produced by Cordell and I speaking into two separate microphones in two different places. But and of a way one heart. Can, but of one heart. And a way you can be super this week. Yeah. The holiday season, there's a lot of hubble and bubble, hubbub and blubbub. There's a lot going on in the holiday season. It's okay to relax and drink hot chocolate and just recenter, you know? Recenter. And learn how to say hubbub. Because I, I just hubbub. remembered the word and it took me a while to get there. And, and maybe, just maybe. Be okay with an episode fading out. No, absolutely not. It's going to have a hard end. Also, and do it's... we do we do our theme? Should we do the theme song for this? Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think the theme song for the end of the show should start here. Goodbye. Bye.